0: Hello there, I'm Eric, and you can call me your gay grandpa. Welcome to Unicorn Dreams, our serene haven, where we celebrate the beautiful diversity of the LGBTQ plus community through captivating bedtime tales and soothing meditations. This evening, I've prepared an extraordinary tale just for you we're stepping into a world filled with rich cultures, breathtaking landscapes, and a spark of magic. We won't simply be visiting a classic fairy tale, but rather a brand new story that mirrors our diverse experiences and identities. Imagine this, two separate kingdoms, each ruled by a strong, fiercely independent queen. Amidst societal pressures, these queens meet, and what unfolds is an enchanting tale of love, bravery, and unity. The story is called The Enchanted Alliance, a tale of two kingdoms. As we weave through emerald forests and across sapphire mountains, we'll delve into their journey painting a vibrant picture of a love that transcends societal norms and brings about an era of peace and prosperity. Here at Unicorn Dreams, our aim is to make you feel seen, cherished, and gently lulled into a peaceful night's sleep. Our tales are more than just stories. They're the reflection of our collective journey stitched together with strands of love, courage, and acceptance. So find your coziest spot and prepare to embark on tonight's adventure, brimming with love, courage, and a dash of enchanting magic. Welcome to Unicorn Dreams, where every heart finds a home and every dream marks the beginning of an extraordinary journey. Let's take a deep breath in and out. Just letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity, pulling you deep down into the mattress. Another deep breath in with me, and out. Nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be. This is your time, quiet time. One more deep breath in with me, and out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. The Enchanted Alliance, a tale of two kingdoms. Once upon a time in an ancient land, teeming with diverse cultures and breathtaking landscapes, lay two distinct kingdoms. The kingdom of Irea, blanketed with lush green forests and winding rivers, was ruled by the vibrant and fiercely independent Queen Seraphina. Many miles across the silver-hued sea, amidst the towering mountains, was the kingdom of Zephyra, under the judicious and courageous Queen Isolde. These rulers, though young, were formidable, each having ascended the throne following the sudden death of their respective fathers. Both these kingdoms, although rich in culture and heritage, were shackled by one societal expectation, the need for their queens to marry a man who would become king. For generations, the realms had been ruled by kings and queens who continued their bloodline through marriage. The pressure mounted on Serafina and Isolde was immense, as nobles and citizens alike anticipated their royal weddings. Serafina, with her flaming red hair and sharp emerald eyes, was as wild as the lands she ruled. Her spirit remained untamed despite the pressure to find a king. She believed in making her own destiny and refused to be bound by societal norms. Isolda, with her silken locks of midnight black and piercing sapphire eyes, was the epitome of strength and wisdom. She was a born leader, who trusted her instincts, despite the whispers of her advisers, urging her to quickly find a suitable king. But neither queen wished to marry any of the suitors who were offered up by their respective courts. When the pressure from their subjects to marry became unbearable, the queens decided to look for another way to satisfy their respective kingdoms. Queen Isolda took to the sea, crossing the shimmering expanse that separated their lands. On the seventh sunrise, the silhouette of her ship appeared on Irea's horizon. Queen Serafina awaited her guest on the golden sands, clad in emerald and gold, reflecting the colors of her kingdom. Her heart pounded with anxiety, but she held her head high, meeting Queen Isolde's ship with an unyielding gaze. As Isolde disembarked, her silver and sapphire attire glistening in the morning sun, their eyes met. Emerald met sapphire. The air crackled with an electric charge, a tension that neither had anticipated. The queens greeted each other with formal cordiality. Their tones revealing mutual respect. They were equally matched in wit, courage, and authority, a reflection of themselves in the other. As they walked the paths of Irea together, they discussed their realms, their struggles, and the societal chains that bound them both a connection began to form. It was a silent understanding that seemed as if it might also hold the promise of a powerful alliance. The day turned to dusk, and under the starlit sky, as the queens stood on a high cliff overlooking the sea, a whisper of magic touched the air. In the heart of the woods, a tree bloomed out of season, its petals falling into the river and glowing like tiny lanterns. The queens did not witness this, but they felt a subtle shift in the air, a sense of enchantment that lingered between them. As they bid each other farewell, promising to meet again, they both felt an odd sense of relief mixed with anticipation. Little did they know, their connection was just beginning to unfold, and with it, the fate of their kingdoms was about to change forever the whisper of magic in the air, the glowing petals in the river, all were a foreshadowing of an epic love story that was yet to be told, an alliance that would rewrite the destiny of Irea and Zephira. As the days passed following Queen Isolda's visit, Queen Seraphina found herself increasingly drawn to the memories of their time together. There was a magnetism, a familiarity in Isolda's presence that sparked an unusual sense of tranquility within her. In their discussions, they had not only shared the burdens of their thrones, but also glimpses of their personal lives, their dreams, and their fears. This connection brought a comforting respite to Seraphina's solitary reign, and she found herself yearning for their next meeting. Similarly, upon returning to Zephira, Queen Isolde's thoughts were consumed by Serafina. The latter's vibrant spirit and unyielding strength, coupled with an undeniable charm, had left an indelible impression. The same societal pressures they both endured had shaped them into independent and resilient rulers. And it was this shared experience that sparked a bond between them, deeper than any they had known before. In the weeks that followed, the queens kept a regular correspondence. Letters carried by the fastest royal falcons flew back and forth over the Silver Sea. They wrote of their kingdoms and their citizens, their personal struggles and their shared desire for freedom from their societal shackles. These letters, initially formal, soon became infused with subtle jests, shared secrets and a quiet longing the words on the parchments echoed the silent rhythm of their hearts, forging an indelible bond between them. As the connection deepened, the whisper of magic that had touched the air during their first meeting stirred once again. One evening, as Seraphina sat by the riverbank bank, reading Isolde's latest letter, a gust of wind blew. And in its wake, the river glowed with luminous petals. Each petal pulsed with the rhythm of her heartbeat, as if resonating with her emotions. Startled, yet fascinated, Seraphina picked up a glowing petal, feeling an inexplicable sense of connection with Isolde. Far across the sea, in Zephira, as Isolde was penning her response under the shadow of the towering mountains, a similar enchantment unfolded. A gentle breeze rustled the leaves of the trees, carrying with it, a radiant petal that landed on her parchment. As she touched the petal, she felt a warm rush of emotions, a sense of unity with Serafina. This shared enchantment, unbeknownst to them, was a testament to their growing bond. The magic that slumbered within their lands seemed to have awakened, mirroring their blossoming connection and hinting at a destiny greater than either imagined. With each passing day, their bond deepened and their kingdoms in response thrived. The people of Irea and Zephira, sensing the harmony between their queens, found new hope and prosperity. Trade between the kingdoms flourished, and a sense of unity started to weave its way through their lands. Yet, amidst this newfound connection and prosperity, the societal pressures did not recede. Their courtiers were constantly parading their eligible sons before them, and whispers of an impending royal marriage grew louder in both Irea and Zephira, casting a shadow over the queen's happiness. However, they found solace in each other's words, the magical signs, and their shared determination to choose their own destinies. As the sun set one evening, Seraphina penned a letter to Isolda, promising a second meeting. This time it was not out of duty or societal pressure, but a longing to see the woman who had become an integral part of her life. As the falcon flew across the sea with the letter, Seraphina looked out over her lands. Her heart filled with a mixture of anticipation and hope looking forward to their next meeting and the magical possibilities it promised. Following the proposal of the second meeting, Queen Isolda's ship once again set sail for Irea. This time, however, the voyage held a different significance. It was not duty to, that propelled her forward, but a heart drawn towards an irresistible connection. Queen Seraphina awaited her with the same fierce determination, now accompanied by a tender anticipation. She yearned not just for the presence of a fellow ruler, but for the comfort and companionship Isolda had come to symbolize. As the ship pulled ashore, their eyes met once more. The sapphire of Isolda's shimmering against the green intensity of Seraphina's. The crackling energy that had sparkled during their first encounter surged anew, revealing emotions deeper than friendship. In the quiet solitude of the royal gardens, under a night sky aglow with a thousand stars, the rulers found themselves standing together once again. The air was thick with unsaid words and unexpressed feelings. The magic around them, pulsed stronger than ever as if resonating with their mounting emotions it was isolda who broke the silence first her words a soft whisper against the night's quietude she confessed her feelings to seraphina revealing the depth of her affection and the unique solace she had found in their connection. She spoke of her dreams, her desire to unite their kingdoms, not for power, but for the promise of a future where they could reign together, bound not by societal norms, but by love. Somewhat, Taken aback, Seraphina stood silently for a few moments before letting her own heart’s words begin to flow. She echoed Isolda’s feelings, confessing her own love, which had grown and deepened with each letter, each memory. She spoke of her longing for a future where they could lead side by side, free from the pressure of their societal expectations, forging a path that no rulers had dared tread before. Their confessions hung in the air, both an admission and a vow. silent defiance against the norm. As their words faded, a rush of magic swept through the garden. The flowers glowed under the moonlight, their radiance mirroring the intensity of the moment. The magic seemed to endorse their resolution, enveloping them in a protective warmth. The decision to unite their kingdoms was a significant one, teeming with implications. The idea of two queens, two women rulers, leading side by side, was alien to the expectations deeply rooted in both their homelands the whispers of a royal marriage would cease. But in its place, new murmurs would rise, questioning, doubting, challenging their unconventional union. Yet, the courage in their hearts was undeterred. They chose to face the impending storm together, fortified by their love and the magical affirmation of their bond. Over the following days, the rulers announced their decision to their courts and to their people. The news of their impending union soon began to sweep across Irea and Zephira, causing much speculation about what this new future might mean the magical occurrences that had once only been evident to the queens began to manifest more publicly, supporting their decision subtly. The petals glowing in the river of Irea turned more radiant. The winds of Zephira whispered promises of a prosperous future, and the flourishing trade and goodwill between the kingdoms hinted at a unified, peaceful era. As Seraphina and Isolde navigated these turbulent waters, their hearts held on to the precious confession under the starlit sky, and the dream of a united kingdom they dared to envision emboldened by their love for each other and the magical reassurances, they readied themselves for the trials that awaited them. The path they were to tread was uncharted, fraught with challenges, but with the promise of a future they both yearned for. Little did they know their greatest trials were yet to come. The announcement of the queen's union had spread ripples of astonishment, concern, and, for some, hope across Irea and Zephyra. Yet the most significant test of their bond and their commitment to each other was about to unfold. The magical realm which had previously bestowed subtle reassurances, began to unveil more profound challenges, trials that were destined to shape their future. The first trial materialized in Irea's lush green forests. The enchanted trees that had stood tall for centuries began to wither, inexplicably the forest was irea's heart its vitality woven into the kingdom's essence and its decline signaled a looming crisis queen seraphina accompanied by queen isolda ventured into the heart of the forest Guided by the urgent pleas of the shamans and storytellers. Within the forest's depths, they discovered a hidden grove dominated by an ancient tree. Its bark was etched with cryptic symbols that glowed faintly. The queens sensed a riddle to be solved, a trial. Presented by the magical realm. Day and night, they delved into the kingdom's oldest texts, studied the symbols, and discussed potential solutions. They argued, disagreed, and struggled. But their shared dedication to restoring Irea's heart drew them closer strengthening their bond. Finally, Serafina realized that the symbols represented the unique elements of both their kingdoms, Irea's verdant flora and Zephira's mighty mountains. The riddle was a call for the unity of these elements, a symbolic merging, of their kingdoms. Together they traveled to Isolda’s homeland to find a mystical stone imbued with the essence of Zephyra's mountains. They took it back to Irea and planted it at the tree's base. As if responding to their unity, the tree sprung back to life. Its vitality spreading throughout the forest, healing the withered trees and restoring the kingdom's heart. Their victory, however, was short-lived. Zephira faced its own trial as an unprecedented storm began to ravage its towering mountains landslides and floods threatened to plunge the kingdom into chaos. Again, the queens stood together, facing the calamity with unyielding resolve. With Isolda’s intimate knowledge of Zephyra’s rugged landscape, and Seraphina’s experience in harnessing Irea's natural forces, they managed to tame the storms. They used the ancient Zephyrian art of stone binding and Iraean wind spells, showcasing for their people the combined strength of their realms and their unity. Throughout these trials, the rulers were put under immense strain, their decisions questioned, and their capabilities doubted. Yet, their shared resilience in the face of crises only solidified their commitment to their union. The more their bond was tested, the stronger it became. The queens grew more in sync, their love deepening amidst the turmoil. Each triumph rekindled their subject's hope and reinforced their faith in their ruler's unprecedented alliance. The magical trials were a crucible that served to refine the bond between Seraphina and Isolde. These challenges, instead of creating rifts, fostered understanding and cooperation, solidifying their decision to unite their kingdoms. The bond they shared, bathed in the fires of adversity, had emerged stronger, more resilient. As the trials subsided, they found themselves on the precipice of a new era, a unification of their realms born from mutual respect, unwavering commitment, and a love that had withstood the test of time and magic. Through these trials, the kingdoms of Irea and Zephyra had been subtly intertwined, their fate and prosperity becoming inseparable from the bond shared by their queens. The united front presented by the queens had not only proven their capabilities to their subjects, but had also paved the way for the momentous unification that was about to occur. Little did they know their biggest celebration was yet to come. With the conclusion of the magical trials, an air of anticipation and excitement filled the two kingdoms. The promise of a unified future, woven with the threads of peace and prosperity, was finally on the horizon. Plans for the unification were set in motion. A grand celebration, that would echo through the annals of history. The site chosen for the unification was the sparkling silver sea that had once only separated Irea and Zephyra. An enormous floating platform was constructed, an architectural marvel that symbolized the joining of the two kingdoms. Upon it, a grand stage was set, adorned with emeralds and sapphires, reflecting the colors of both the realms. The day of unification finally dawned, bathed in the golden hues of a glorious sunrise. A combined fleet of ships from Irea and Zephira sailed towards the platform, carrying their citizens who bore the colors of their realms and the hope of a prosperous future in their hearts. Upon the grand stage, in front of thousands of their subjects, and under the gaze of the azure sky, Queens Seraphina and Isolda stood, side by side. Their hands clasped together, they proclaimed the unification of Irea and Zephira into a single realm. An alliance not just of their kingdoms, but also their hearts. The proclamation was accompanied by the public declaration of their love for each other a moment that was met with a collective intake of breath followed by an outpouring of applause that echoed across the sea. As the sun began to dip below the horizon, painting the sky with hues of orange and purple, the celebrations commenced. Music filled the air, a symphony of Iranian flutes and Zephyrian drums, creating a musical accordance never heard before. The people danced and laughed, their hearts light with the joy of unity and the promise of a prosperous future. A grand feast was laid out, a spread that boasted the best of Iranian and Zephyrian cuisines, flavors merging just as their cultures were beginning to. The night sky was lit with a myriad of fireworks, reflecting the joy and celebration that had gripped the two kingdoms. As the celebrations continued into the night, the people reveled in the love and unity that their queens shared. The unification not only represented a political alliance, but also a change in societal norms, an acknowledgment of love that knew no boundaries. The public declaration of the queen's love and their commitment to their realms and each other gave their subjects a new perspective, an understanding that love wasn't confined just to traditional norms. It was the strength of their bond and their love for their people that had steered them through their many trials, culminating in the prosperous era that was now dawning. As the night came to a close, a sense of peace and fulfillment descended upon the unified kingdom. The hearts of the people were full of hope and joy, and the echo of the day's celebration resonated within them, marking the beginning of a new era, an era of unity, peace, and prosperity, under the rule of their beloved queens. The promise of a brighter future, of continued peace and enduring love, shone brighter than the stars that adorned the night sky. It was a moment of triumph, a testament to their rulers' love and their kingdoms' newfound unity. In the days that followed the grand unification, a blanket of peace settled over the merged lands of Irea and Zephira. The once separate kingdoms now thrived as a harmonious realm under the benevolent rule of queens Seraphina and Isolda. The era of peace had begun. As dawn broke each day, the sunlight danced upon the emerald forests of Irea and the sapphire peaks of Zephyra, blending the landscapes into a palette of verdant and azure hues. The silver-hued sea, once a boundary, now served as a mirror reflecting the United Kingdom's prosperity and tranquility. The glistening waters carried stories of unity, love, and harmony to far-off lands, whispering tales of the Queen's enchanted alliance. The air was alive with the hum of contentment that resounded from every corner of the realm the fields bloomed with abundant crops, the forests sang with a chorus of wildlife, and the cities buzzed with the sound of cheerful commerce. People moved about their days with smiles on their faces and peace in their hearts, their lives enriched by the union of their beloved queens. In this era of peace, the people of Irea and Zephira learned to appreciate the beauty of their shared cultures and traditions. They discovered the joy of unity and the strength it brought. Their celebrations were louder, their laughter merrier, and their spirits unburdened. Each sunrise brought with it the promise of prosperity, and each sunset marked a day lived in harmonious bliss. At the heart of this era were Queens Serafina and Isolde. Their love, as deep and enduring as the mighty sea, was the beacon that illuminated the path to peace and prosperity. Together, they ruled with wisdom and fairness, their decisions reflecting their deep love for their people and for each other. The passage of time did nothing to diminish the magic that their love had woven. Instead, it blossomed and grew casting a soothing spell of serenity over the realm. Their bond, tested and forged through trials and magic, remained unbroken, an emblem of their commitment to their kingdom and to each other. As the moon took its place in the star-studded sky, a gentle hush fell over the kingdom. The calm of the night was punctuated only by the lullaby of the ocean waves lapping against the shore, a soothing serenade for the sleeping realm. In their palace, overlooking the sea, the queens retired for the night, their hearts full of love for their people, their kingdom, and each other. The night blanketed the realm in a soft tranquility. The moonlight bathing the landscapes in an ethereal glow. Under the starlit sky, the kingdom dreamed of another peaceful day to come. Another day in the era of peace, under the rule of their beloved queens. Good night.